0: I was an engineer, and in 2008, lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Happy Holidays, and for those that celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope it was a joyful, peaceful time around family and friends. I'm Craig Ansell, and I'll be your host for today's episode of Career Growth Made Easy, and we're rolling into episode 130, Repurposing Your Skills. You know, Thanksgiving should be a joyous and thankful time, hence the name. Sometimes for those that don't have any family members nearby, many churches, including our own, support free Thanksgiving Day lunches. That can be a great time to celebrate with family and friends, if you're able to. Today's episode, though, was inspired by two things. What I'm thankful for, yes. As my family, we went around the table. and We shared what each of us was thankful for. I had some great reminders of what events occurred this year, most positive. Some were challenges, though. And also how each of us overcame those struggles. While I mentioned some great thankful moments as well, that led me to think about and share some areas for thoughts and prayers, such as for those impacted by the recent hurricanes in and around Florida. I realized that while my nine-to-five-day job focuses on project management, servicing power plants, I was able to use my core competencies from project management, such as leadership and empathy, to help others in need. Those impacted or displaced from storms, especially the recent storms, were significant. We had Hurricane Ion that dumped inches and feet of water, followed by another hurricane right around the cusp. It's important to know that many of us donated our time, talents, and treasures to help those in need. I donated my time as well, and I was very thankful to be able to have the time and capabilities to do that. But while volunteering, it's important that you're able to take constructive criticism and or redirection, especially take it well when you're volunteering with or for others. Just because I'm a project manager doesn't mean that I'm always in a position of leadership. In my opinion, many times, it's just as important to be involved in the working level details in the trenches, so to speak, getting the job done. Occasionally I'll need to step out, take a look around to make sure everything is working well, like a well-oiled machine. That's when it's important to recognize co-workers or colleagues that may be struggling, frustrated, or otherwise challenged while performing their activities. So, why did I bring all this up? Well, it's because many of us can get in the trap of defining ourselves by our job titles. In fact, I saw this rather recently when I released an episode on a different topic, but somewhat connected, episode 116, Your Job Title Doesn't Define You. Give a listen if you're curious. I promise it'll be worth your while. It may help you break out of a rut, or a mental box you may be stuck in, where you see yourself and or your capabilities as limited. Now, for today's show, though, based on similar ideas, I do share views differently. It's all about recognizing with each of us what we do in our primary job. For me, as I mentioned, my nine to five is project management and specifically working with power plants and power providers such as Duke Energy but removing my job title or label, air quotes, if you will, there's a lot more to being successful as a project manager than you would think. I'll name a few categories to get you thinking, then I'm going to switch the tables a bit and ask you a question or two. For me, here's a few categories I think project management should include. Risk management. Financial management. Effective communication skills strong organizational management, and being visionary, keeping the end in mind. Then, of course, planning, scheduling, and execution skills so you get your project or program completed. With all that said, though, I was able to take some of those skills, some were well-honed more than others, and give back to society during that recent set of devastating storms. If you've been severely impacted my thoughts and prayers go out to you as well. I've lived in Central Florida over 30 years, and no amount of news footage, aerial photos, or videos from our governors or presidents while they fly over affected areas and impacted areas can compare to being on the streets, in the flooded homes, working it live with the impacted families. I'd have to tell you, All of my senses were heightened, and I felt like I was constantly on alert for changing conditions. There were risks that were changing at all times, and I was working to observe my own efforts as well as my teammates to ensure that we worked as safely as possible given the traumatic situation. My point, I took what could be seen as a special skill set, project management, and in fact, project management in the energy and power sector, and I used it during a time of disaster. I never would have thought of myself as a hurricane relief team lead or co-lead, but each of us can rise to occasions as needed. So this is where I flip the tables and ask you a question. How about you? What do you do in your current role? What is your current job title? Do you define yourself, your purpose, your value, by your job title? Or do you constantly look for ways to deploy your skill set, your services and capabilities in new ways, unique ways? This could happen in your current role. Perhaps in your company, if it's not so silo based, meaning that you can work outside your group and in other areas, lending a hand, job shadowing, or perhaps leading others. Also, What if you're frustrated or disappointed with your current job role? I suggest you figure it out if it's your specific situation, the group you're in, or your company. Overall, that may be the bigger issue. If it's the latter, though, you might want to consider a job change. With that, though, what skills do you possess that could be repurposed or be used elsewhere? You might be slightly familiar with my story, my background, and I'll briefly share if you're not. I am an electrical engineer, and I have significant managerial experience as well. When the economy crashed back in 2008, I found myself unemployed. I was the victim of another acronym, RIF, R-I-F a reduction in force. I, along with hundreds and thousands of others, lost their jobs. It took time, and let me tell you, under some really painful circumstances, both painful financially and emotionally, but I was able to repurpose myself and get into a role that led me into the project manager that I am today. If you're considering leaving your current role, even your current company, are you going to stay in your field or just switch companies? The grass isn't always greener on the other side. So while I support you in the fact that you're looking for other jobs out there, be cautious not to jump, right? You don't want to jump when the boat's too far away from the dock. You want to run to something and not from something. Use that as food for thought before you make any significant changes. At least that's my recommending recommendation. Rather, If you're feeling the signs of burnout with your current company, did you know that switching to another company may be the cure? Sure, there is that chance, but a Could also just delay the feeling that you're having. You're simply going to burn out doing the same role for someone else. Perhaps, though, it's time to switch roles, switch industries, maybe try something new. For that, forget about your title. Think about all that you're capable of, all that you do, and see what new roles might be right for you. Although I'm an electrical engineer, my primary role today is in project management. My electrical engineering degree absolutely helps me to do my job when it comes to the technical details, such as reading drawings, electrical schematics, or wiring diagrams. But engineering is not my primary function. So, to say it differently, what field of education do you have? Besides your certification or degree, what knowledge, skills, or capabilities do you possess that could become a primary job function in the future for you. Your certification or degree may be a requirement for a new future role, or it could fall into the preferred category, meaning it's not required, but it's preferred, it's nice to have. In cases like that, That can put you ahead of the competition that's applying for the same role because you may have a skill set, a certification, a degree, some level of education that others don't. So you're automatically in the preferred category, so to speak. If you've received compliments and feedback while working, what areas or capabilities were you recognized for? Sometimes we just say thanks and we move on. And that's just kind of a natural respect to thank someone for a comment or a compliment that they paid you. But how often do we actually stop at the end of the day, end of the week, the work shift, and process what was shared with us? It's not so we pat ourselves on the back and think of ourselves as haughty and mighty, but do we actually understand and appreciate the comments and compliments that were paid to us? This can be an area for many that I feel is overlooked. I know, for one, I fell into that category years ago, and I try to do a much better job of processing, actively communicating, actively listening when people speak to me. For one, I want to hear everything that they have to share. I'm going to pause and process what they shared, and then try to connect to their points and respond in kind. That way, you'll at least have one or more areas that you can remember when you have a conversation that you want to further discuss. And if somebody says something to you that I guess you weren't expecting or it was um, uh, a compliment that just came out of nowhere, explore it further. Try not to make them feel uncomfortable. No, don't do that. But just say, you know, I really appreciate that compliment on topic X. Could you do me a favor? Uh, It would help me so that I could better myself to understand what you saw or what you observed, and they just may offer a few more words of detail. Now, if you receive compliments like that frequently and you're kind of, um, I guess, used to them or maybe numb to them, might be a different way of saying it, you want to also be careful about that because you could be accidentally ignoring them. That could be one of the key areas that others see you providing a great skill, a value, or a strong contribution to your project, your program, your team, your job role. So think about those things when it comes to your capabilities, the feedback that you receive both verbally as well as in writing for your end-of-year performance reviews. By the way, I hope you do get a performance review and it's on a regular basis. If not, depending on the type of company you work for or the role that you play, you might want to consider talking to your team lead, supervisor, or manager. See if you could get a few minutes with them to discuss how you're performing and if there's any areas that might need improvement. Now, I do recommend if you're going to follow along with that plan, that you have an idea, a timed agenda in your mind of what you expect to accomplish. Just saying, hey, I heard a podcast from somebody, some coach named Craig, about career growth, and he recommended I meet with a team leader or supervisor. That's not going to work. However, what you might want to look into is setting up a few bullet points, a few talking points, so that as you go through your discussion, you'll know what your um, attended agenda is and what you expect to receive out of this conversation i also recommend if you're uncomfortable or uh, do it infrequently speaking to leadership or management to study in front of a mirror i know that sounds funny practicing in front of a mirror but i promise you it gives you immediate results and you might be surprised at what you see some of your mannerisms facial expressions things like that also It's great to to talk through it and time it out. If you literally say, do you have five minutes, try and stick to it. Most of us don't say, hey, do you have a few seconds? Do you have a few minutes? And next thing you know, 10, 20 minutes has gone by. It's great that the person you're speaking to is a giving person and has time to speak to you, but... If you continue to use that phrase, do you have a few seconds, a few minutes, and you continue to violate that time period, it doesn't show that you're in great command of your time or control of your conversation. So if you truly do want to have a lengthier meeting, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, provided there's an agenda, timed agenda I recommend, and you have your bullet points, you'll be in better shape than others. So with regards to today's show, repurposing your skills, I just wanted to take a moment to recognize those that unfortunately went through, they were impacted by the hurricanes and storms, not only in Florida, but around the South and the Southeast. And just ask you, I guess, to think about yourself, your skills, your background, knowledge, experience. What are you known for? If a natural disaster like these hurricanes comes up again, could you possibly step out of your comfort zone and lend a helping hand and volunteer? It might be time, could be talent, it could be financially, right? All of us, each of us has something special inside, gifts and talents that we were blessed with. And some of us have stronger skills than others. So just think about that for a minute. Even though I'm an engineer, even though I'm a project manager, thankful for both and I work very hard to keep up that skill set. I was able to find myself donating a relief effort for hurricane recovery, and it went really well. It was a humbling experience, a very very great giving experience, but also gave me a great chance to use empathy and understanding for those strongly impacted. So, asking you, dig deep down inside. What skills, what capabilities do you have? Whether it comes to volunteering for the next disaster or If you're looking to switch roles, identify, is the current role you're in the problem? Meaning, are you not aligned with your team leader, manager, or team members? Is it the manager? Maybe staying within the company, but switching groups so that you have a different management team that you report to, could be the solution. Sometimes, though, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, and its downward communication that is, from the top, that is faulty and that may have negative messages or connotations. If that's the case, unfortunately, when you move from role to role within your company, you may see similar or repeat patterns of poor or lacking performance in management. If that's the case, you might want to strongly consider going to a different job role outside of that company. Despite being there days, weeks, months, or years, Things can happen, and sometimes companies can grow and learn from their mistakes, lessons learned, and best practices. Other times, they can get stuck up in the rut of, that's the way we've always done it, and lack the learning and best practice experience. You could try to raise those concerns to your management, and it may work. I definitely want to support that if that's something you want to try. I would uh, I would at least say, hey, it's worth the effort, right? But it's very important how you have that conversation and when you have that conversation to make it most effective. If that leader or manager isn't receptive or it just falls on deaf ears, that could be a red flag, a warning sign that it may be time to prepare and look for a new role in a new company. With all that said, if you need any help with career coaching, if you need to look at your career and do discovery coaching, I have one-on-one coaching appointments on my website, craigansell.com. Also, how updated is your resume? You might want to check out my resume masterclass also online. There's a few modules that will take you from a blank sheet of paper to a finished masterpiece in no time. If you already have a resume, but it's kind of getting dusty and dirty, you still should take the course because it's put together by recent comments, feedback, and direction from human resource professionals, hiring managers, and those in leadership roles when it comes to resumes, the do's, don'ts, and their pet peeves. So I've tried to compile it and put it all together for you so that you have a one-stop shop to improve or totally rewrite your resume depending on your circumstances. I hope today's show, episode 130, Repurposing Your Skills, with me, Craig Ansell, your host, from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, helped you think a little differently about your skill set and role today and see where you might be able to grow in your current situation. God bless you. Stay safe. And-